Hello and welcome to the Mountain Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Tuesday, October 3rd. Thankful Tuesday. We're continuing on in the book of Matthew. Today we'll be in Matthew 19, 1 through 12. This is a discussion about divorce and marriage. And then you guessed it, we'll go over to the Psalms. We're in Psalm 37, and we'll read verses 1 through 17 today. This is a wonderful psalm that compares the life of the wicked person and the life of the godly person. And as we read, I want you to think about attributes of God that you find in the Bible today so that at the end we can thank Him for who He is and what He does. Matthew chapter 19, starting in verse 1. When Jesus had finished saying these things, he left Galilee and went down to the region of Judea, east of the Jordan River. Large crowds followed him there, and he healed their sick. Some Pharisees came and tried to trap him in this question. Should a man be allowed to divorce his wife for just any reason? Haven't you read the scriptures, Jesus replied? They record that from the beginning, God made them male and female. And he said, This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife. And the two are united into one. Since they are no longer two, but one, let no one split apart what God has joined together. Then why did Moses say in the law that a man could give his wife a written notice of divorce and send her away, they asked. Jesus replied, Moses permitted divorce only as a concession to your hard hearts, but it is not what God had originally intended. And I tell you this, whoever divorces his wife and marries someone else commits adultery, unless his wife has been unfaithful. Jesus' disciples then said to him, If this is the case, it is better not to marry. Not everyone can accept this statement, Jesus said. Only those whom God helps. Some are born as eunuchs. Some have been made eunuchs by others. And some choose not to marry for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. Let anyone accept this who can Before we move on, I just wanted to comment on two phrases in this passage that stuck out to me. One was that the people were hard-hearted. This was in relation to wanting a divorce, but it can be all of us. Um, And so I just wanted us to kind of uh, do some internal reflection on areas of our life where we may be hard-hearted, where we cannot see that God is at work around us, or perhaps even um, we don't have any grace in an area. So that's one thing that stuck out to me. And another was that Jesus says this is not how God originally intended it to be. And I think oftentimes we have gotten so far down the path of sin that it's not what God originally intended. I'm talking about every area, not just with marriage. But um Just want to pray today that we would come back to living in ways that God 
initially intended, originally intended, and that our lives might be conduits of the same grace and mercy that we see in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Okay, we need to move on to Psalm 37. We're going to be reading verses 1 through 17. A Psalm of David. Don't worry about the wicked or envy those who do wrong. For like grass, they soon fade away. Like spring flowers, they soon wither. Trust in the Lord and do good. Then you will live safely in the land and prosper. Take delight in the Lord, and He will give you your heart's desires. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust Him, and He will help you. He will make your innocence radiate like the dawn, and the justice of your calls will shine like the noonday sun. Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for Him to act. Don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. Stop being angry. Turn from your rage. Do not lose your temper. It only leads to harm. For the wicked will be destroyed, but those who trust in the Lord will possess the land. Soon the wicked will disappear. Though you look for them, they will be gone. The lowly will possess the land and will live in peace and prosperity. The wicked plot against the godly. They snarl at them in defiance. But the Lord just laughs, for He sees their day of judgment coming. The wicked draw their swords and string their bows to kill the poor and the oppressed, to slaughter those who do right. But their sword will stab their own hearts and their bows will be broken. It is better to be godly and have little than to be evil and rich. For the strength of the wicked will be shattered, but the Lord takes care of the godly. Wow, in this passage, there's so much that we can cling to, promises, the idea that God gives strength and cares for the godly. Even if they have a little, it's better than being wicked and rich. Also, let's see, back in verse 5, commit everything you do to the Lord, trust Him, and He will help you. Will you pray with me? Lord, we want to cling to Your Word today. We trust in You. We pray for Your help in whatever situation we find ourselves today. On this day, we're mindful to be thankful. Thankful for a person that You've put in our lives recently, perhaps. Thankful for a place that you have continued to bless us with. Thankful for something, anything, a random thing. And then finally, Lord, we thank you for your character. We thank you that you are our ever-present help in times of need. You are trustworthy. Your love endures forever. You are the one in whom we find our rest. And help us, Lord, to find our rest in you today. We thank you most of all for Jesus Christ, our Savior, the one who took on our punishment for us, 
And because we are in Christ, we are righteous. Praise be to the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.